Good morning, beautiful people. Welcome to my channel. Thank you for your likes, shares, and subscribes. I'm going to do a mini series. I like to do it in many parts, and this one is about the principle of exaltation and debilitation. You go to these traditional Vedic astrologers, and they'll just mind blow you out with these concepts. I'm trying to demystify it a little bit, simplify it a little bit, probably. And my hope is towards the end of these sessions if you're coming across this video midway then watch the rest of them also because we have to cover about seven planets and all the 12 ascendants here so it's going to take a little time and i'm breaking it up into parts number of parts how much how many parts that takes so that it's not too exhausting to digest the concepts and my hope is at the end of this exercise we will have a better idea all these parts combined about what is defined as a functional benefic and a functional malefic as defined by the Vedic astrology principles and why it is the importance of ascendant and ascendant sign zodiac sign is so crucial to understand because we each one of us has a limited perspective depending on what ascendant we are and we tend to look at the world and everything around us that way so I had a download which I am translating into all these slides which is very interesting because I will try to personify the planet as if the planet walks into a room or walks into a bar, sun walks into a bar and sees what around like a public place like a bar or a restaurant or a party. So I am trying to personify the planets too for ease of understanding okay how the perception varies and therefore what it translates to each and every one of the 12 ascendants. This is just so that you get a good understanding and a grasp of what is the limited perception of every ascendant and how it plays out from houses 1 to 12 in each of the ascendant chart and why it is so. And it's not necessarily all the time bad and good, that's a very limited way of perceiving the world as you know. So let's get right into it. And I'll stick the same video in every one of them so that, you know, whichever one you come across, see the rest of them, okay? Take care, be safe. Let's talk about Mars in this one, yeah? So what does Mars look at as friend, as enemy and as neutral, okay? So Mars, you got to understand first, Mars is an action-oriented guy. He is the soldier. He wants to get things done. He wants to move, move, move and get things done. Very action-oriented, yes? So Mars looks at Sun, Moon and Jupiter as friends. Mars looks at Mercury as enemy. Mars looks at Venus and Saturn in a neutral kind of way, like I really don't care kind of. So if Mars were to walk in the room, what does Mars say? I like that woman who's confident and leader-like. Like the sun. Okay, leader who is who? Who is the sun? Mars also says, I like that guy who seems wise and learned, like Jupiter. And says, I also like that lady who is emotional and sensitive. So you can see the Mars here, right? This will be typically Aries Ascendant and Scorpio. This whatever I'm saying will be strongly applicable for Aries and Scorpio because they both are ruled by Mars in the Ascendant. <clears throat> so Mars has this kind of a tendency. Why does Mars, 
not like mercury it does not like intellectual stuff so if you find people in your friend circle in your group in your relationships or in your workplace people who say no nah, i don't like this guy is too intellectual no nah, i don't like this woman she talks too much from the brain more intellectual analysis logic etc mars does not typically like that why well you might analyze it psychologically saying mars only wants action the guy who wants action the woman who wants action is not very turned on by sitting around and thinking about things they want just to go and get things done so this should give you a psychological analysis of mars saying action and intellectual analysis are not really in you know congruence there so to speak right Mars also says, "I do not mind a chap who talks about work, or is a workaholic, or a very serious kind of guy, Saturn-like, or the lady who rambles about culture, or her favorite artist, Venus-like." So Mars does not really care about artistic stuff or about work-related stuff. It is neutral towards it. It is not liking or disliking that. It is neutral. That is a neutrality. Although, if you observe that table. Saturn does not like Mars. See, Mars does not care about Saturn. Saturn does not like Mars. We will see that in the Saturn videos. It's different. So each planet, you got to understand, it's like putting on a colored lens. It's like putting on glasses with color in it. Mars puts on a red colored glasses and looks at the whole world. So who will this affect? Now let us see two faces of Mars because Mars rules. two ascendants it rules aries and it rules scorpio which we shall see now one by one first we look at the aries ascendant the first sign ruled by mars so mars is the ruler of the first house you got to remember this as a principle whatever rules the first house the lord of the first house is very important why because in every person the lord of the first house wherever it is placed okay the person is looking for that area of life prominently also it is looking for the other sign in which it is placed in this case scorpio because mars rules two signs aries and scorpio so the aries person in his chart his or her chart will look at where the mars is physically placed and it will also look at the sign of scorpio okay just remember this kind of a principle now in the aries chart if we see mars is friends with whom sun moon and jupiter which are the houses in an aries ascendant ruled by sun moon and jupiter as marked it is the fourth house which is ruled by cancer fifth house which is ruled by leo ninth house which is ruled by pisces which is jupiter okay and the 12th house again pisces which is ruled by jupiter so wherever sun moon leo cancer and sagittarius are falling it will be friendly to those houses you got to remember in terms of houses <coughs> so we are talking about houses here so whatever planets fall in these houses the aries ascendant will look at them as friendly Okay. Now there is another combination here. What about planets which are exalted or debilitated in those houses? Okay. For example, let us say um, fourth house. Jupiter is exalted. Mars is debilitated, right? In the water sign. 
which is marked over there but it's a friendly house so if i stick in mars there if somebody is born with as aries ascendant and mars in fourth house is it good or bad that becomes the question well it is good in a good way but mars does not have the strength in a water sign of cancer or in pisces for that matter it is only having a value or it holds more strength in scorpio because it is ruled by mars again that's what it means that's the interpretation you got to use now let's see the neutral ones mars is neutral towards venus and saturn okay which are the venus and the saturn houses in the case of aries ascendant it's the second house which is taurus it's the which other one is there it is the seventh house which is uh, libra it is the 10th house ruled by capricorn 11th house ruled by aquarius so both are saturnian houses so it is neutral towards these yeah my coffee has still to kick in it's early morning here so because of this arrangement whatever planets fall in second house 7th house 10th house 11th house for an aries ascendant becomes a kind of neutral playing around they don't really care much about it but if good planets are placed there for example if venus is placed in the second house or in the 7th house for any reason it is good by itself you see it is exalted in the sign of taurus and of libra same way if saturn is placed in the 10th house or in the 11th house for an aries ascendant it becomes good for them so the planet if it's deposited in its own sign always is exalted by default and therefore it does well for an aries ascendant but it has to be a neutral house if it's a higher planet let's say mercury is bad for mars right mars does not care about intellect so mars if it sees the houses the third house and sixth house for an aries ascendant those are the enemy houses as i have marked so what happens if i stick in mercury in third or sixth which is good mercury in third and sixth is very good but now it's an enemy sign functional malefic this is functional malefic functionally speaking the aries is seeing the entire chart with the lens of mars therefore whatever you place in gemini or in virgo both of which are ruled by mercury in this case for an aries ascendant it becomes the third house and the sixth house even if you place mercury there mercury does well by itself because it's in its own sign yet it becomes an enemy for the aries ascendant they will what do they mean by enemy okay it becomes issues they have issues and challenges with respect to those areas of life the aries ascendant the third house in this case being everything for younger siblings competition skills you know developing communication skills developing hand skills third house stands for hands third house also stands for younger siblings a sense of competition early education in life all these are aspects of the third house sixth house is for work your daily routines it constitutes health issues because it relates to the intestines sixth house is also for debts for loans for enemies whatever you face so mars typically does well there if i stick mars as a planet in the 6th house for an aries ascendant it is good but it is still in an enemy house right 
So this is the way you got to see functional benefic and malefic. Now let's see Scorpio what it does. Now there's the chart of a blank Scorpio ascendant. As you can see Mars is ruling again the first house. But the placements of houses and friends and enemies and neutral have changed. Why? Because we have put 8 in the first house. In Aries it was number 1 in the first house. So number 1 has gone to the 6th house now. As you can see mark there. Aries has gone to the 6th house. Okay. So in this case the friends and enemies and neutralities change for the Scorpio. Now Scorpio ascendant is ruled by Mars which is a fiery planet although it is in a water sign. Scorpio is a fixed water sign. This means Mars here wants to go internally, take the drive and the aggression internally and process it through the water body, through the emotion. Internal emotional evaluation. Very deep internal emotional evaluation. That's what Scorpio is in a sense. Okay. So let me turn the little lamp. There's no yeah, now you can see my face. Okay, so for a Scorpio ascendant, remember the friends, Sun, Moon, Jupiter. So the Jupiter falls in the second house because Pisces rules the second house. Jupiter also rules the fifth house, which means Jupiter ruling the Pisces there. So it's friends with the fifth house. Scorpio ascendant is also friends with the ninth house because it is ruled by Moon. Mars is friendly with the moon and it is also ruling the 10th house because sun rules the 10th house for a Scorpio ascendant. So those are the friendly houses. The neutral houses are the ones which belong to Venus which is Capricorn, Aquarius, Taurus, Libra and as we move towards the enemy houses. Now how does the enemy houses shift? The houses of Mercury which is what? Which is Gemini and Virgo. So number 3 has now shifted to the 8th house as you can see there it's marked enemy in the 8th house and also to the 11th house that's also enemical to the Scorpio ascendant. This is not one size fits all folks. It is not same for every ascendant. Changes we shall see this one by one. And this has everything to do with planet being friendly or looking at one planet as being friendly and the other planet as being animical. It's just a filter, it's just a lens. Once you know this in your chart, you can consciously begin to change. Ah, okay, this is why I have challenges in this, this areas of my life. Scorpio, for example, has issues, although they are about change and transformation. Scorpio is the eighth sign, so it is about change and transformation through life they have issues with the area of change and transformation. Why? Because it is, they don't want change and transformation in their life. They hate change and transformation. All the Scorpio is supposed to be about that. Because functionally the 8th house is inimical to them. Even though I stick in Mercury there in the 8th house, which is good because it's in its own sign of Gemini, it will still do not so well because it's an enemy sign. Same way they have issues with 11th house, everything to do with elder siblings, everything to do with gains from the external world, everything to do with social media platforms like YouTube. So they have issues with the 11th house, gains, getting money from the external world. What enemy typically means is only that you have challenges through life 
in these particular areas so you can, we all have challenges in one area of life or another it just changes with the ascendant it changes with who the ruler of the first house is in this case mars that's why mars looks at the houses of mercury which is number 3 in gemini number 6 virgo where it's most exalted so even if i put mercury in the 11th house this scorpio ascendant will do good there because they're using the communication skills properly yet they will have challenges through that area of life because that area of life is ruled by mercury this is the way you got to interpret exaltation and debilitation in any chart okay next we shall talk about venus and the two faces of venus these are the two faces of mars we have spoken of so when you think of this video think in terms of i am seeing the two faces of mars one which wants to go externally as an aries as an initiator and gets things done one which wants to go internally and process in emotional content these are the two faces of mars we work with in aries and in scorpio and exaltation and debilitation of planets even though they might be in their own houses it all depends upon how it is friendly looking from the ascendant perspective the ascendant or the glasses that you wear colors your entire perspective on who is like what so essentially there is no good or bad or right or wrong it's just what lens we are looking from as ascendant okay next we'll look at venus meanwhile take care be safe